Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast. Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in. Baseball's pretty neat, so thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the right thing since 1952. Woo, baseball! The one constant through all the years, Ray, has been baseball. Play ball! It's time for the second game of our radio doubleheader. The third base, that is a fair ball. Manny, an impossible play. Oh, got him! Manny Machado. The inside story on baseball and more. The winning run on second. I mean, who would you want up more than Johnny Trudeau? It's been a magical year for Johnny as he comes into the last game with a 699 average. All right, come on, it's getting dark. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch. It's a perfect day for softball here at the stadium. 55,000 on hand for Johnny Trino. Bobblehead day here. I mean, it's a great day for the kids. All fans 16 and under will get one. And can Johnny go with a 700 batting average? Do you ever shut the f*** up? On 1080 The Fan. Hour 2 of 2 here on the Hot Corner. Patrick is out this week, so it is myself, Mike Lynch, here with Joe Fisher. And Jay Mariotti. And Jay Mar- well, and sports media talk. <laughs> and Barrett Sports Media. Uh, if you missed any of the first hour, you can find it on the Les Schwab Tires podcast on the Odyssey app and at 1080thefan.com. <laughs> well, if say you're sitting in a room, Isaac and Souk and... Jeff and he goes, "Hey, uh Jeremy Audit, big big fan of Primetime, wants to come on sometime. You guys want to bring him on? What's your vote on that? My vote or what's my <laughs> expectation? I know you probably don't have much of a say in that, but they asked Mike, are you on board with this? I probably would say, <laughs> "Why?" <laughs> Just because he's a big fan does not equal <laughs> You are going to be a guest on a show. <laughs> Been listening to you for years, P1. Cool. What does he have what, what does he have to bring to the show? <laughs> is he going to make the show any better? Now that's Mike thinking like an executive right there. Yeah, well, it's thinking what, like a what person with he, a show. Like, is it going to be better? <laughs> what does well, he do for our program? Or is it going to be 10 minutes of like, cool, well, that was a waste of a segment. If he's got a <laughs> book coming out. I guess if it's an intriguing book, maybe. Yes. My life. Jane no, <laughs> definitely not that. I don't care. But if he did some sort of deep dive on something interesting, sure. But I'm not going to do even some sort of love fest was, for Jay Mariotti. We'll just talk about his book. Even if it was a deep dive into something interesting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes. I think if they, if it was interesting, sometimes <laughs> the authors, when they come on, it's, it's good stuff. 
All right, we're going to talk about the National League, but now I'm... That's I'm, good stuff. I'm, I'm very curious as to why the fall from grace for Jay Mariotti. Well, I, I don't want to say this because I don't know. Are we going booze, drugs, I, sexual harassment? I feel like something did happen in that realm. Racial slur? I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to claim All anything. All of the above? <laughs> I don't want to claim anything that's incorrect. I just, I feel like something happened in that realm. That's all. Let's go with the classic um, couldn't come to agreement on contract terms. <laughs> A mutual agreement of parting ways. <laughs> right. Uh, okay. We've, we've tangented it off. Okay. All right. We got to We got to do uh fourth at eight 30. I want to answer a, yeah, a Mariners we're, question. We're, we're not doing that. I, I, I don't think we're doing that. I think we got to get to Nick Castellanos. Okay. <laughs> we definitely, because Mike, I still have to play the audio for I you. Like, I like fourth. Okay, sure. <laughs> well, I don't have it playing. I, I can tell. I can tell that you're bailing, even though, okay, even though I teased it at 7 o'clock as a hint, hint, hello. Uh, okay, that's fine. Uh, we'll have fun with audio at 8.30. I wanted to have some Mariners chatter next segment. I had a, a tweeter ask me a question, but uh, we got to get to the National League All-Stars before we completely run out of time and neglect the national league starters at catcher having a renaissance of a season buster posey for the san francisco giants who are good apparently <laughs> uh, at first base we've got the atlanta braves freddie freeman second base pirates adam frazier who is a very likely trade target candidate at the deadline at the end of this month nolan arenado St. Louis, third baseman. Um, actually, although I see that and kind of go, he's having a good year, but is he really an all-star? Considering the backup at third base, yeah, I'd say he's probably an all-star. We'll get to that in a second. Fernando Tatis Jr., shortstop, of course. Ronald Acuna Jr., outfielder, of course. And then the duo of Reds who hit second and third in the Cincinnati lineup in Jesse Winker and Nick Castellanos, also starters. Again, the fans did a good job. I'm very happy that it's not the popularity contest that it's been in the past. Like, I feel like most of these guys are deserving. I most like, of these guys are the ones that I would have picked myself. I like the NL starting lineup. I like it a lot. I, I think I'd like it more than the AL starting lineup. I'm not going to lie. Ooh. I mean, yeah. I, I, just, I just see too many uh, Boston and New York and Toronto. We only see <laughs> one New York, and that guy just said two run home run, you jerk. Um, I mean, Boston's good. I know Toronto. Yeah. Okay. I don't, I, I don't like Tasker Hernandez and I guess <laughs> give it or you know, take it or leave it with Marcus Simeon, but you give Vlad Guerrero jr. Too. I think I like the NL lineup. Better, I though. think it's a good eclectic mix of uh, players and honestly top to bottom. I mean, like Buster Posey, good year. Freddie Freeman has play, been playing much better lately. Mm -hmm. Adam Frazier. He's hitting like above 300. Yep. Um, Nolan Arenado, he's starting to play much better as well. He's popular. He's got double-digit homers. By the way, the reserve at third base is Eduardo Escobar on the Diamondbacks, so I'm going to go ahead and say, Nolan Arenado, you come on down as a starter. <laughs> um, yeah, Tatis Jr., Acuna, the same lineup. Castellanos. Uh, Castellanos has got personality. Winker's got a bat drops for days. And he's got a great season going. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. Although he has been uh, very ice cold recently. He was hitting 349 three weeks ago. He's hitting like 304 now, so... Oh, hum. He's slumping. Yeah. He's slumping. Uh, your reserves. JT Romuto is the catcher. Ozzy Albies, second base. I guess maybe Chris Bryant could have been the starter over Nolan Arenado. I think you could probably argue that, right? 
Bryant's having a pretty good year. He is a reserve. I missed him because for some reason there's a third baseman not with the other third baseman. Uh, you also have Jake Cronenworth on here as a second baseman. Brandon Crawford, shortstop. Trey Turner, shortstop. Uh, it's the Giants and the Nationals. You've got Max Muncy at first base. And then your outfield backups. There's a lot of them. Mookie Betts. Brian Reynolds, who's having a very good year for the Pirates. He's hitting over 300. Kyle Schwarber, but he's hurt. Juan Soto and Chris Taylor for the Dodgers, who's having a sneaky good season. For those of you who do not watch Dodgers baseball, he hits all over the lineup. He plays all over the field. He's hitting like 270, 280, and he's got some power. So he's he's certainly been good. Anything standing out to you there out of those names? Uh, say what now? Out of the reserves. Out of the reserves. Anything standing um, out to you? Not really. I guess I haven't watched much Pirates baseball, so I can't really say anything about Brian Reynolds. He's got some power. He's hitting well. Nor can I say anything about Eduardo Escobar. Cause, I cannot <laughs> because I don't watch the worst team in baseball. Who's really watching a lot of the Arizona Diamondbacks this year? Mm-hmm. Um, but I will fire this off real quick. 17-game losing streak, right? Weren't they on one of those? <laughs> yeah, not good. Just really, really bad. I think really, we spent really just about all of four on how bad the Diamondbacks were doing last yeah, week. Yeah, that really baffled <laughs> our brain, for sure. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm nothing really standing out to me that's uh, egregious. I'm bummed that Schwarber got hurt because he was hitting so well. It would have been cool to see him in right. the All-Star game. Right. And uh, Jake Crudderworth getting some love. Uh, a little-known guy at San Diego who is kind of one of those glue guys in that lineup where it's like, ah, he's not the star. He's not the second best player. He's not the third best player, but get some big hits. He's been consistent throughout the year. Starting pitchers in the National League. Uh, Jacob DeGrom, not hurt. He just said he's not going. So you're not going to get to see DeGrom start, which is kind of a bummer. What a loser. Wants to spend time with his family. <laughs> God, it's, he's embarrassed as ERA is over one now. You've got like Jerk. four or five months to do that in the offseason, bro. <laughs> Straight. Uh, no breaks in between. You've got Corbin Burns from Milwaukee. Remember, he started the year with the, I think he set the record, right, for most strikeouts without a walk. Didn't he have like 59 Ks without a walk to start the season this year for Milwaukee? I don't remember. I just know that he was, yeah, on fire to start the year. Uh, Hugh Darvish is great for the Padres this year. Kevin Gossman, uh, a guy who was left for dead by a couple of teams, including your Baltimore Orioles. Yeah. And I believe the Atlanta Braves. Right. He's on the Giants, and he's pitching incredible. Uh, he's got, uh, I believe he throws a splitter. I started seeing some highlights from pitching Ninja on him the, his last start. I have actually not really watched him pitch, so I'm excited to see him in the All-Star game. Herman Marquez for the Rockies has been quite good. Uh, Miami's Trevor Rogers, and I don't watch Marlins baseball, but I know Trevor Rogers is having quite a good season. Uh, Zach Wheeler's been very good for the Phillies. Mets fans cry. And then another uh, brewer, Brandon Woodruff. So two brewers making it as starters. So that's the uh, those guys have been very, very good this year. So that's pretty exciting. Relievers, Josh Hader, Milwaukee. Craig Kimbrell's having a bounce back year for the Cubs. Mark Melanson, Padres, and Alex Reyes for St. Louis. Only four relievers in the National League compared to, well, I guess there's only five in the American League. So I guess they went one extra starter instead to get the guys who deserve to be in there. So, yeah, honestly, National League, way better than the American League. It would appear on paper. For starting pitchers? For the whole or team. just in general. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what I'm kind of leaning. I mean, I know there's some good names on the AL, but I mean, Burns, Darvish, DeGrom, Gossman, and Marquez. In the AL, you're getting pretty damn good. You're getting a bunch of guys who are having good seasons but aren't particularly great, such as 
Kyle Gibson, Yusei Kikuchi, Lance Lynn. Right. Evaldi um, even. Yeah, I mean, I give Evaldi more credit than that, but sure. Uh, and Bieber's not pitching. They did say that uh, Otani will both pitch and hit in the All-Star game. So that's cool. You'll get to see that in the American League. But the National League on paper looks way better, which means the American League is going to win 7-0 <laughs> on Tuesday. <laughs> but that's a really loaded team. You know, it's funny. Like, I said that about the American League. Oh, some guys that you wouldn't normally expect to be good. You could say the same thing about the National League with Gossman and Marquez and, and Woodruff and Corbin Burns, but I don't feel that way at all. Like, I've watched those guys pitch in the National League, and every time I've watched them, I've been like, well, those guys are good. In the American League, I've watched those guys pitch, and I'm like, yeah, they're having good years. I don't I don't know if I believe in it, though. Like, you know, Kikuchi, I don't know. See, he's having a good year. I don't know if I believe in it. Lance Lynn, I'm ready for him to fall off a cliff. Like I, I, he hasn't. He's right. been incredible for the White Sox, but I'm waiting for it. Maybe it's just a lack of trust. But, yeah, uh, prediction, National League, way better. So National League wins this year. Yep, I'm uh, giving the nod to National League as well. I feel like it's been a little while since that's been the case. I feel like the AL teams have been pretty loaded the last few years, but this uh, this feels like a big switcheroo. You know what? I'm just glad that we're getting an all-star game because, I mean, just the fact that we didn't have one last year, it's, um, yeah, it will, it'll be nice to see. That it will. All right. I had a, a person on Twitter, a Mariners fan, come to me in a therapy session with a question. And I had an answer for it. We'll discuss next. This is the Hot Corner on the Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. 
817 here on your Wednesday evening. Mike and Joe with you. Patrick back next week. Just got through talking about the all-star teams. Mariners have been a little hit or miss so far to start the year, but they uh, have an above 500 record in early July, which I think is a surprise to a lot of baseball fans and probably to a lot of Mariner fans. They did lose yesterday to the Yankees, 12 to 1. Apologies. But they are 45 and 41. Four games above 500. Eight and a half back in the West. And then in the wild card, boy, this computer is going slow. They are three games back of the second wild card spot. So they are, as they say, in the hunt for the wild card spot in the American League. I had somebody tweet at me five days ago. I, he just tweeted at me on a random MLB tweet. I did it had nothing to do with the Mariners. He says, Mike, can you define the current state of the Mariners for me as an unbiased and knowledgeable baseball fan? Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate the compliment. I see pitching defense and kids getting clutch hits and it's leading my brain to a scary place. I, I don't know if this is the same person. I saw somebody else ask a similar question on the text line to Souk uh, a couple of weeks ago. It may have been the same person. But I've seen a lot of positive Mariner stuff going on my timeline recently, which deserved. They're, they're above 500. They're playing much better. And my response to him, and I want to elaborate on it here, was I'd say enjoy what's happening, but don't get ahead of yourself. They're inconsistent, but look like they're on the right track. Tough top of the division, though, which I do think is true. You have to go through Houston and Oakland to get yourself – uh, you know, into a, into the top of the division. Now you are three games back in the wild card, so you're in the hunt there, but just be careful. Be cautious, but enjoy what, what's going on right now is kind of what I said. The Mariners are kind of an interesting team right now. The, the big thing that a lot of Mariners fans, um, some would say negative, others would say realistic, is that despite the four games over 500 record, they have a minus 53 run differential. Yeah. Which is a huge kind of gauge for whether a team is actually good or not for comparison below them in the wild card chase are the Yankees who have a zero run differential, the angels who have a minus 26 and the Indians who have a minus 28. Also the Rangers who are 20 games under 500 have a minus 53, which is the same as the Mariners. So, you know, there are teams that are worse. Obviously I'm, I'm picking and choosing some of the stuff there. Now, if you go to the National League, there are teams that you could argue that are, uh, you know, maybe better or at least equal to the Mariners. You know, the Cardinals have a minus 38 run differential. It's a little bit uh, scary. The Cubs, who have lost or just had lost nine in a row, I think they finally won. Uh, they have a minus 15 run differential. So it's not a perfect science. But I would say if you're looking for a gauge of do you believe in this Mariners team, a minus 53 run differential is not ideal. And they're losing 5-1 right now, so it's a minus 57 run differential. Um, but they've been fun. So I would say, like I said to that guy, if you're a Mariners fan and you're kind of getting swept up a little bit and the team playing better, enjoy it. It's uh, There's some good young players in this team. There's uh, There's been some clutch hits, like the, like the guy who tweeted at me said. But you also look at the team and you see a lot of low batting averages. Yep. So it's enjoy it. There's some clutch hits. Maybe some of these guys are getting the practice they need and, and they're getting the the reps that they need at the major league level. And I think you'll also find out who's worth keeping and who's worth or, or who you're going to let go. Because 
my expectation is the Mariners will not make the playoffs this year. My expectation is that they'll finish somewhere around 500, maybe five to 10 games under 500 after you get to the second half of the season. That's my expectation based on how the way the season has gone so far. But, you know, you're going to get to see is, is Shed Long worth a roster spot? Do you want to keep Jake Fraley around? You know, great fielders, had some clutch hits. Is he somebody you want to keep around for the future? You know, can Jared Kelnick come back up and hit? You know, he's been hitting at AAA again. He just was in mired in the 0 for 39 slump in the majors. You know, uh, how close is Rodriguez? It's uh, There's questions abound. And I think it's kind of just, uh, it's one of those perfect seasons where there's really no pressure and there's no expectation. So it kind of gives the team a chance to play around with these players and give them a chance to kind of prove themselves. You know, can Taylor Trammell be a guy that you trust uh, in the outfield in the future? These are all questions that can be answered this year. And, you know, also I think another thing too is do you want Scott Service to be the manager moving forward? As the team enters a state of potentially being a, a playoff contender in the in the race on a consistent basis, is Scott Service your guy? If it's me, the answer is no. I think Scott Service is kind of milk toast. I think he's kind of a wet blanket. I feel like he's the perfect guy for a team that can't win because he's very kind of calm, cool, collected, very even keeled. And that's fine for a, a team with no expectations. But if you want to start winning, I, I don't think you've seen a lot from service to be a winning manager. So maybe that's, that's an answer I already have for that. But I, that's how, that's kind of how I view the Mariners this year well, is, is give yourself a chance to figure it out. Yeah. Scott service. What he's in year six. I feel like he's been there forever, but yeah, something like that. Um, yeah, I mean, the Mariners, they, they just can't swing the bat and keep up with teams is what I've been seeing this year. And even more so in this last little run that they've had, I was looking at the numbers the other day, and since June 13th, they are 14-6. and six. Yeah, they'll, they'll be which is where the hope train has kind of come from. Yeah, right. And they'll, they'll be 14-7 and seven since then after tonight if they end up keeping this up against the Yankees. But... They, in those 14 wins, 13 of them, they've been able to hold the opposing team to under five runs. Uh, so the six, I think it's either five or six of the losses. If a team scores above five runs on them, it's it's done. They can't keep up. Right. So they don't have the bats to really outscore a team, and they have to depend on their pitching, which is just kind of meh, as you would say. <laughs> And so right now they're playing great as we've talked about because he's an all-star Yosei Kikuchi has been playing really well in the starting lineup Minus and, today. Right. And go figure. And we have also, you know, some good performances out of the bullpen, but is it sustainable? We'll obviously, obviously see, but going back to that run dif differential, as far as the teams above them in the wild card standings, there's like an 120 run difference between them and the blue Jays. Yeah. And uh, between them and the A's, I think the A's have like a plus 25 or something run differential. And then the number one team in the wild card spot is the Rays. You're, you know, probably You're not, not going to no. catch them. This, uh, this is interesting too. Again, this is before today. So this has changed a little bit, but the Mariners are tied for the least run scored in the American league with the Yankees and the Royals at 353. So that's another warning sign, right? 
The pitching has done better than expected this year. Clearly, the pitching has been a key reason why they're above 500 because the runs aren't being scored. But if you're there with the Yankees, who have been horrific offensively this year, and the Royals, who are 14 games under 500, that's not a great place to be. And below the Orioles. <laughs> right. Barely. I was waiting for you to be like, they're tied for last nail with <laughs> no, the Yankees Orioles, and Royals. I'm like, wait, what? The Orioles have scored two more runs than the Mariners <laughs> and the Yankees and the Royals. It's a win. We'll take it. Uh, at least for the Mariners fans' sake, they are better than some National League teams. The Nationals, the Marlins, oh, the Mets. The Mets are in first and have scored the second fewest runs in the league. Like of the entire major league or NL? Yeah. So the Pirates, again, this is before today. The Pirates have scored the least. They have scored 301 runs. The Mets have scored 303 runs, and they're seven games over 500. <laughs> I think some of that is because they've had a lot of rainouts, and a lot of rainouts leads to seven inning games. So maybe that's part of the 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 problem for the Mets, but that's that's a hilarious number to me. Did they have some like COVID makeup games, like seven inning game double headers that they had to do in the beginning of the year? Because I feel like they had to, they were off a little bit. I think it that. was just yeah, it was that. It was rainouts. Yeah. It was uh, they continue to get rained out. So I mean, I think that's probably part of it. But that's just a funny a funny nugget. The Mets have three hundred and three runs scored, and they are seven games over five hundred. Um, to go back to Scott's service though. Yeah. It's funny. You mentioned that, uh, whether you want to go forward with him, because I was thinking about this with the Orioles manager, Brandon Hyde, because they've just been absolute garbage for the last couple of years. And once you start to kind of see that light, you know, turning the corner with a younger team in that, Hey, we are competitive. We're starting to get better because you stuck with that guy for so long. Do you continue to let him manage that team? So that way to kind of see the fruits of their labor as an organization, it's like, Hey, he's been here since the beginning that he knows this team, the clubhouse he, he's earned this chance to try to make the playoffs in a sense. Yes. I mean like the Orioles, it might just be like, screw this. Brandon Hyde has been a manager for four years. We've lost a hundred games every single season. He was just kind of, you know, scapegoat for that. I mean, mm -hmm. whatever we'll see with that, but Scott service, obviously this is different because they're at that point now, again, above 500 more competitive, younger guys starting to maybe to turn that corner to where next year is a season where they can compete for maybe the division crown. Again, I think they would still have to add a lot of pieces in the off season to make that happen because you, a lot of the young talent would need to pop next year in order for that to even be a conversation. So, yeah, I, I think that I, I would say it's about winning, not about the cool story, right? Like I don't think Scott service is the guy. I think if the Mariners are about ready to pop, which I think is probably next year, if all the guys come up and play like we expect them to play, I don't think Scott Service is the guy to lead them to that. But the most they've won is 89 games with him as the manager. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, it's above 500. That's good. But it's just, uh, but then again, it's also, man, Scott Service been here for a long time. Does he deserve a chance to prove I actually am a real manager, right? Same thing about a Brandon Hyde, you know, the Orioles have lost 100 games a year, but that was by design. They didn't bring Brandon Hyde in to win. Right. They brought him in, I guess, to develop players, right, and be a good good guy in the clubhouse, however they view that. So I, I would hope you wouldn't scapegoat him when the Orioles finally become good. But I think it, I, it, at the end of the day, it's about winning. It's not about, oh, look at this guy we built a relationship with. It's, you know, does – is somebody else available that you trust more than Scott Service to lead the Mariners? 
I think that would be part of it too. Like who's out there, right? You know, what managers out there, did someone get fired that you like, you know, is I'll be curious to see what happens with AJ Hinch in Detroit, you know, so Hinch goes to Houston. He was the manager who was there when they were losing for most of it. Correct. And you know, the cheating scandal certainly tarnished that. But if you remove that for a second, AJ Hinch was given a chance to get them to the world series and win world series. And now he's in Detroit with another horrific team being probably given a chance to do the same thing. Yeah. I'd say you probably see that happen with the Mariners. I just, I just don't like service. That's all. Um, That's all. <clears throat> with that being said, also like, you know, it, it's kind of obvious, you know, w- will he be a good manager? And I think this back half of the season will prove that more than anything. Cause as I was mentioning earlier, it's like, they're not going to be a team that's going to outscore you. So if he's able to manage the starting lineup or not starting lineup, but pitching the bullpen, and if they're able to win games and stay in that hunt and at least stay competitive for the rest of the season with this team, then I think that will probably decide his fate for next year. I think that's probably a fair point. And if, and then next season, I think that it might be a make or break. It's like, if they can't be in the hunt for the wild card and be consistently good throughout the year, then yeah, he might be on thin ice at that point. This texter says y'all want Justice Sheffield back. No, <laughs> you know, it's funny when you were I naming off all the players, that was one that came to mind. I was like, <laughs> uh, if you watched yesterday's game, he threw everything center cut middle, middle. I mean, I, I couldn't, the Yankees scored 12 runs. I couldn't decide if, Hey, the Yankees offense is back or, Boy, do they just hit pitches down the middle. <laughs> it's like I couldn't figure it out. So far, they have five runs on Kikuchi. So I'll, maybe, maybe they're doing a little better. Who knows? All right, let's get to a little uh, fun with uh, a little fun with a deep drive to left field audio. That's next. First Joe S Sports. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. And there's a deep drive to left field by Castellanos. I don't know, I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset, headset again. again. Oh, I, oh, I started it just too soon. I knew you were going to play it, but I didn't time it right. So we played these on primetime, and you said there's a third one of these. So we have three pieces of audio. Uh, or yeah. you just have a story of the third piece My of the audio. My mic's falling apart over here. Dance. Yeah, I know. That happened to me the other day. I tried to fix it. Our pets' heads are falling off. Somebody, somebody loosens the screw. Don't I th- loosen. I think it's just the twist. I'm going to blame it on swag. 
I, I, I don't know why. I'm just blaming Put the him. screw in the tuna. <laughs> okay, I think we're good here. I put the screw. I don't know why tapping the mic would fix the screw. In the tuna. I hope all of you, I hope all of you get that reference. I don't. What? No. What? S SNL skit? Even better. Mad TV? Keenan and Kel. Oh, man. That I was do, Kel. I do love orange soda. Yeah. Is it true? Mm-hmm. I do, I do, I do. <laughs> that was That's an infamous Keenan and Kel episode. Okay. Audio so, ready. Do you remember Tom Brenneman apologizing for uh, being anti-gay <laughs> on the air during a game? Do you want me to play that clip? N well... <laughs> Yes, in theory. Let's hear how that sounds in a short little bite. Pride myself and think of myself as a a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. And so that'll make it a four nothing ball game. I don't know if I'm gonna be putting on this headset again. <laughs> I don't know if it's gonna be for I don't know if it's gonna be for my bosses at Fox. I'm gonna apologize for the people who signed my paycheck. For the Reds, for Fox Sports Ohio. What a weird line. It is an infamous clip, especially in this show now. I apologize for the people who sign my paychecks. Yeah. A.K.A. I don't really care about what I said, but boy, am I not going to get paid. <laughs> just, I also love the I'm a what? man of faith. Yes, that's that's not going to save you here, Tom. That actually makes sense. <laughs> We've seen the teachings. <laughs> I'm not going to go down that road, Joe. You can go ahead and, and lay on that fire if you'd like. Um yeah, so that's a, that's a legendary clip. The There's a deep drive by Castellanos has become a meme. People in very serious tweets will start with something serious and then throw in, and there's a deep drive to left by Castellanos, and that makes a 4 nothing Reds. It happened again. Here's the funny note. That happened in a Reds-Royals game at Kauffman Stadium. In a Reds-Royals game at Kauffman Stadium this year, it happened again. Well, we're going to tell you about a great man. And it's a loss for the Royals family. This is George Gorman, who passed away at the age of 96. He served our country in World War II, the University of Kansas, and so did his son, Pat Gorman, who's been working for the Royals in the clubhouse for 26 years. Wow. And that was Pat's father. Well, that's a great six years. And... Pat, just like his dad, went to KU. He also went to Bishop Ward High School. There's a drive into deep left center field, and there's never a great time to eulogize someone during the broadcast, so <laughs> we apologize for the timing, but our hearts go out to Pat. So that's the Royals broadcast. <laughs> it was Castellanos again. Read the room, Nick. Uh, okay. Question, thought, query. Would it have been acceptable for the Royals announcer to say, and there's a drive to deep left field by Castellanos? <laughs> Intentionally, because of the meme. <laughs> or because it was a somber moment where they were eulogizing somebody, should he have not done that? Because I think I would have laughed really, really hard <laughs> if he almost 100% mimicked the original call. I mean, should he have? Yes. <laughs> should he have? Yes. But 
will that guy in that moment pull that move? Clearly I mean, not. Not on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> he almost did. And there's a deep drive to left center. He, he like just missed it, but it was Castellanos again. So you said this happened a third time, sort uh, of. So yes, I mean it's. Do you have it, the audio, or it, is it just? Yeah, the, I got it. Oh, here. Okay, okay. So it all kind of there's links to all this stuff. So it's a eulogy, it's a home run, a Reds home run, and it's Tom Brenneman. Okay. It all fits together. Are here. they playing the Royals? <laughs> Actually, I don't know. I don't. I don't think so. Is it Nick Castellanos? Milwaukee. They're uh, playing Milwaukee. And it is not Nick Castellanos. This was back in 2015. But when he was still on El Tigres? Uh, uh, yes. Yeah, at this point he was. Uh, but it's actually Joey Votto. But, again, we'll just listen to the eulogy and then Tom Brenneman, just the, just the professional that he <laughs> He's is. He's a man of faith. <laughs> to the end of last season before not being able to continue this season due to his battle with cancer. Steve Burns was survived by his wife of 22 years, Karen, and their 12-year-old son, Bryson. We at Fox Sports Ohio send our prayers and deepest sympathies to the Burns family and the entire NASCAR community. He was just 56 years of age. And Tom and Chris, he was a guy that I admired because he uh, did his homework. He was solid on the air, but he didn't take his didn't take himself too seriously. He had great rapport with the drivers and the crews, and that really came across. And uh, he's going to be a guy that's going to be sorely missed. And this ball will be missed off the bat of Joey Votto. Oh, my goodness. Is this guy on fire? So he just completely, he went full, well, not full. He went wordplay based on the eulogy into a Reds home run call. And that ball's going to be sorely missed. Screw you, old man. Joey Votto's been hot. Holy cow. That's a great clip. Oh my god! I was dying earlier today when I wa- when I listened. I don't to know. Let me put it on this headset again. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. That I just can't. I mean, what do you even say to that? And that that clip speaks for itself. That's I feel just... like what you say is <laughs> life is a circle, and we all just keep going around and around, and the same stuff just keeps happening. Is that like true deja vu right there? Did we just experience like the legitimate deja vu I of that happening three different times all with the Reds? I mean, I think it's clear that he was just completely checked out of that whole eulogy up until the very end. Right, like he they, was like on his phone. Yeah, like the producer was in his ear like, all right, we're coming back to you, Tom. And he heard that and he will be surely missed. And then, well, this ball will be missed off the bat of Joey Fano. Wow. What a streak he's on. <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you, I, I would be lying if I said I was not guilty of things like that. Uh, Joe, you were also guilty of things like that on this very show. What? <laughs> Literally, you're co-hosting with me, and I go, hey, Joe, do you have any thoughts? You say, come again? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> I mean, sometimes some, sometimes you're just uh, smoking some weed, and you get confused. No, sometimes you're just, you, you, you turn your brain off for three well, seconds. I will forgive myself for last week when you kept saying Joe Girardi and kept referencing him as Joe. And then the one time you actually wanted my opinion on something, I was checked out and I was like, well, they're talking about Joe Girardi. That sounds like a convenient excuse for you having your headphones off. (laughs) You were like listening to something else in the studio. (laughs) Got to keep these tinder matches alive. Okay. Oh yeah. 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 Of course. Of course. (laughs) The perfect time Wednesday night at eight 15 PM is to swipe through Tinder. (laughs) 
Is that the is that the hot time on Tinder? Is that what you're the, supposed to do? The swipe surge? Mm -hmm. No, I don't know if there's a hot time like social media. I guess Friday and Saturday nights. I remember when I first joined dating apps after the divorce. I like read. I was like, when do people like go on these apps? And they said it was like usually. It was usually I think in that window. It was like seven to ten. Like after dinner, when you're bored on the couch, like watching TV, half paying attention, you're just swiping. I think it correlates when with uh, when are people most lonely? Yeah. Yep. I think a lot of it is uh, is weekend nights. Lonely and horny. Because they realize that their friends are off doing stuff with their significant others, and they don't have one. They go through their Instagram story for 15 minutes. Yep. And they go, oh, I guess I'll go on Tinder. I want to make memories. <laughs> I want to go to the beach with someone. Swipe, 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 swipe. No, too fat. No, I don't like his hair. Not uh, six foot. <laughs> not just not six foot. Not six foot four. <laughs> no. Six foot four? Lucky you, Mike. Right. You're just swimming in matches over there. I did put that in my profile when <laughs> I was on Tinder because I knew that would help a little bit. I was like, six four. Didn't put anything around it, just 6'4". Size 13 shoes. That is also true. Good pull. <laughs> I did not put that in my in my profile, but, you know, 6'4", I think, kind of leads you to that. Yeah, they're new balances, but so what? <laughs> I got wide feet. <laughs> you know what else is wide? My shoulders. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, I uh, I am very happy with the, with the girl I met on Tinder. So. My shoulders are girthy. Yes. You know what else is girthy? My brain. Um, no, I'm very happy with the with the girl I met on Tinder. It worked out. I, I slugged through a little bit of the, the Tinder gross, but I found I found a very Dude, lovely girl. You did not have to go through like anything. No, I didn't have you, to go through I, anything like other like people, were, but I, I, I did have to deal with some of those kind of things. I feel know? like you were on there like a week. Like, hey, I met this jig, went on a date with her. Oh, hey. I, I was on there for a couple months. But she was the first date I had off of it, yes. Not the first conversation and or match, though. Those uh, those had been happening. And I, did, I was not particularly happy. Classic gay joke on the text line. Mike, do you still know your Grindr username? <laughs> Classic. Ah, you got me. You got me. It was Mike. <laughs> just Mike. I mean. Magic Mike. Are there usernames on that app? I thought you just put your own name in, right? I don't know, Mike. You tell us. <laughs> Magic Mike. 27. Trying to play dumb over here. <laughs> what? I said my brain is wide, okay? <laughs> Girthy. Uh, I don't have a smooth brain. I have a wrinkled Six, brain. Four, size 13 shoes. <laughs> hey, sailor. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right, let's we'll wrap the show up. Mail it in. Yeah, okay. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. I don't know where to go from that last segment. I know. Tell me. I went on a, actually a date recently with someone off of uh, one of the dating apps. Okay, which app? Hinge. Mm, I had negative success on Hinge. The app that's meant to be deleted. Yes, that is their motto. Isn't that also like owned by Tinder or something? I don't know. I haven't gone and done the background research on it. But uh, check out a genius idea. Dating app consultant. 
Okay. Where people pay you so that way you can tell them what you're doing right and wrong and what you should do to uh Why would you trust your- <laughs> said person to be your consultant? Well, I think it'd be better for like opposite sex where it's like dudes oh, like go to a woman to tell you what's good and bad about your profile. Right. Mm. Right. And okay. like what you're looking for in, you know, a woman and you're like, "Okay, well if you're looking for that, you know, then you should do this. Mm. You know, this picture with you with a rat tail probably shouldn't be one of your main pictures. Right. What? what okay. So you are correct that I, I didn't do too much on the dating apps before I met my lovely girlfriend. Um, my strategy was pretty much just swipe, 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 swipe. No. Right, 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 right. <laughs> it was pretty much just I'm going to be myself and I don't care. Like I'm not going to try to do cheesy pickup lines. I, I, you know, I, I go on the subreddit, the R Tinder subreddit, because sometimes the people post like the really funny pickup lines. They do that somehow work. <laughs> I've sent you one of mine. <laughs> yes, you have. Uh, <laughs> yes, you have. That I cannot say. It on didn't air. go very well, did it? You said it, it got ignored, right? Let's just say, yeah, I had an effort mentality on that. And I didn't care whether she responded or not. Mm. I just thought I was funny. Yeah. So I went into it with just like, the, I'm just going to be myself and just be normal. And uh, I mean, I guess it worked out, but the, uh, or obviously it worked out, but I guess, it, I guess it had some success because some people did, you know, have conversations with me on there. Like, are, are you supposed to go on there and just like be cheesy pickup line guy? Like, is that what girls want? Do they want to laugh? I give them a choose your own adventure. You know, oh. A, do you want cheesy pickup line? B, uh, name based pun. <laughs> oh, I've seen those before. Yeah. C, D pick. <laughs> is that actually in there? No. That's option D. <laughs> Duh. Fitting. Um, because I, I feel like from the horror stories I hear about these apps is is that it's like you, you're just on there to do cheesy pickup lines and then screw, right? Like that's kind of like the, the general like stereotype of especially Tinder. Man, I'm sure the seven-year-old guys that are listening to this show to want to hear baseball are like, what the hell are these two talking uh, There's about? no seven-year-olds listening to us at 854. They're sleeping. Uh, right now, the people listening <laughs> to us me, are, are... 60, maybe. <laughs> ...are our age, I'm pretty sure. but uh, Or at least thereabouts around it. It's just like, I just said... It's so strange. My roommate's going through it because he's single and he uses some of the dating apps. And he's like, I just don't know. Like, I can't make a connection with these people over the app. Like I, it's I, need, tough. I need to be in a place that has energy and then I can talk to them and we can joke about a situation. And then all of a sudden you're hitting it off where it's like, it's so forced on the app. And then you meet the person and like, maybe it goes well, maybe it doesn't. And obviously that's a first date for anything, but it's like, it, it, it just feels more awkward than it, than it does natural. And 100%. I, I feel like it's almost in a way like ruining dating because now there's like expectations that are strange and aren't aren't there well does that make sense i don't know i I agree with you just from my experience it's basically like you think that it helps but then if you ever have to meet up for an actual date it's a blind date yeah it's 100 percent like a blind date because the pictures could be whatever oh god yeah, I've ran, ran into that one too many times where I'm like, well, these pictures look good. Mm-hmm. And then you meet up and you're like, all right. Mm, uh, they're quick, from two years ago. How quickly can I get out of this? Right. Well, keep on plucking there, Joe. Keep on plucking. Maybe, just maybe. My roommate said this. Keep on plucking and keep on trucking. <laughs> Shucking. Um, 
My roommate said this. It's a it's a nerd joke, so excuse me if you don't uh, get it. But he said, Mike, it's kind of like you rolled a 20-sided die four times, and you rolled a 20 every time on your first try. <laughs> and I was like, I'm very fortunate, yes. I feel very lucky. Thank you. Yeah. Not jealous. Not upset at all. No anger. <laughs> no anger. <laughs> not at all. No. I'm not bitter. No, I've had my success. Uh, hey, but, Joe, uh, you didn't have to go through a divorce to get that lucky. You know, so maybe good. there's some single chick out there that just so happens to wander into my work and needs a big old TV. And mm-hmm. then Jay Fish can give her something big as well. My love. That's it for us today. <laughs> it's a perfect way to end it. Patrick will be back next week. We might have John in here. I will likely be out. Uh, next week, I might be in for a couple of segments, but uh, I have some friends visiting, and one of them lands at the airport, I think, at like 7.45 or 8. So I might stay for a segment or two. I might just bail. We'll decide. We'll be back next week, 7 to 9. Uh, All-Star game is on Tuesday, so we'll, we'll be talking about that home run derby as well. Enjoy the All-Star break. Enjoy the last weekend before the break, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.